You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. I'm Cameron Stover from huntinggeardeals.com today to bring you another episode of the Hunting Gear Podcast. I'm going to be joined by Connor Akers the VP of Marketing for Sirius Archery. We're going to dive deep into their impressive product line for arrows for your next hunting adventure, whether you're shooting a heavier setup, a lightweight setup, or maybe a target shooter. So let's listen to the show. So today I'm joined by Connor Akers from Sirius Archery. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, Cameron. Thanks for having me on. So tell me a little bit about what you do for Sirius. Yeah, so I have been with Sirius Archery Products and Toughhead Broadheads for, I think we're coming on three years now, maybe, but I'm the VP of Marketing. So with that job, I handle all of our socials, of course, all of our partnerships. Um, I'm also the host of our show and podcast, Sirius TV and Sirius Talk. So I wear a lot of hats. Um, we just got back from Harrisburg. I spent nine days at the NRA show selling arrows to people and talking broadheads and all that fun stuff, so. Man, Pretty much anything and everything marketing is what I do for Sirius. That Harrisburg show is brutal. I did it last year. It's a nine-day th- setup. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully you guys found a little bit of good food in town. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah. We, we ate good for sure. Did anybody come home sick? Last time I ended up getting COVID, so I didn't even make it this year. Yes. two. We had four guys that were there the whole time, and two of them ended up sick. Uh, Jeremy, he's our customer service guy. He was sick the last weekend, so unfortunately he didn't get to help us tear the booth down. I know that was pretty convenient for him. I'll guarantee it. And then Seth, our owner, he got sick the day we got back, and he was down for most of the week. So I got lucky. Other guys, not so much. Yeah, show season always gets you, whether it's Shaw, ATA, or the Harrisburg show. If you can make it through that, man, you just go buy your lottery ticket because that yep. many people, that shaking hands, kissing babies, all that stuff, mm-hmm. you always bring something home. And So last year's Harrisburg show, I came back with COVID. Same week as my wife's birthday, followed the next day by Valentine's Day. So I ruined all of that, and I'm never going to live that down. So I've got to be careful on that Harrisburg show. Yeah, you screwed up there. Yep. So let's dive into serious archery, man. I know you guys have some really neat products um, and some more heavier arrows. So educate us on what that product line is and how we can utilize it. Absolutely. So Sirius Archery, we have a full line of carbon arrows. We have micros all the way up to the big 27 target shafts. You know, we've got everything, 204s, standard 246s, pretty much anything that anyone would like to shoot, we have. And the whole heavy arrow thing with Sirius is actually a misconception. We can build you the lightest arrow you want or the heaviest arrow you want. You know, it. I like to tell people we can do whatever you're trying to achieve. There's going to be an arrow in our lineup that we can build for you and get you exactly what you're looking for. Okay. So I didn't anticipate you guys having a target shaft. Yep. So So the target shafts are brand new. Like we, we launched the 23 in January, I believe is when we launched that one. Okay. That's why I didn't know about it. The 25 and 27s just came out while we were at Harrisburg or the week before. Okay. So they're good. very new. So good timing to have a podcast. Yeah. So kind of right. let's talk about it a little bit. I know this is a hunting gear related podcast, but 
some of us probably go to the tournament scene. So let's spend a couple seconds talking about it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to need to pull. I got the our website pulled up here. They're so new to me. I don't have anything memorized yet. But of course, you've got the 23s, 25s, and 27s, and that's that number is just the diameter of the shaft. Okay. Uh, for the people not familiar, uh, the 23 comes in a 250, 300, and 350 spine with GPIs on a 250 spine, 9.42, and then the 350 is 8.16. Uh, that's what I've been, I've been shooting them since they came out. Um, 25s, let's see, on that. Um, 25s, actually, we don't have the spine chart yeah. up there yet, but the 27s we've got, um, okay. I want to say that's a, 250 or a 275 or 275 spine just kind of an all-around spine that can cover everyone but they all come with ethics components uh, we have stainless and aluminum points and then the knock bushings okay so basically anything that a, that, that a target archer is looking for you guys are providing We've got the that. full line yep and, it's and called the galaxy x target series galaxy x so you're doing the same thing on the hunting side of it. you've got micro diameter you've got standard diameter errors you've got heavy errors light errors where should i start as a deer hunter, uh, there's so, a lot of different things. What's what's deer hunting? The most popular thing we're looking at depends on how far down the rabbit hole you want to go. Of course, let's di let's dive oh, in. Yeah. Uh, dive in. Our most popular diameter, and I think that's just kind of for all arrows, not just ours. Most popular is going to be a two hundred four, yeah. and that's that's in between your really skinny micro and then the standard two four six that people have shot for years. Um, we have three different two hundred fours. We have the Supernova SD the Apollo and the Gemini and the Apollo and the Gemini are a carbon weave and the SD is a linear carbon. So that one's our more economy version of a 204. It's a little bit cheaper. And then the Apollo is probably our most popular arrow. It's just a really strong, it's just a workhorse of an arrow, you know, 001 straightness, really durable GPIs on that one. That's what everyone wants to know is what's the GPI on these arrows. And on a 250 Apollo, for example, you are at 10.68 GPI. Okay. Then a while back, I think it was about a year and a half to two, maybe two years ago, we released the Gemini. Gemini is also a carbon weave, but the beauty of that one is it has a really low GPI. So the 250 GPI is 8.68. And that's what I personally shoot. And I'm, I, I like to shoot heavy because we travel all around and shoot different stuff. But I was able to put 300 grains up front on the arrow. So a 200 grain broadhead with a hundred grain insert. And I'm only at 600 grains with that. Okay, so you got a 600 grain arrow. Let's get jump right into it. FOC, that's the one thing that everybody wants mm -hmm. to talk about. I bet you already know your FOC right off the top of your head with that setup. 20%. 20%, so you're right on that super side. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty super. Getting, it, it's either twenty or twenty-one percent, but I mean it's it's right there at the twenty percent mark. Okay, so you got a six hundred grain arrow, twenty to twenty-one percent. What's your draw weight and draw length to get to that setup? Yep. Twenty-eight inch draw, and I'm drawing seventy pounds. Seventy pounds, and I'm not a speed guy. Do you happen to know what you're kind of getting out of your setup now, or does? Uh, I, I don't know off the top of my head. I could put it in our speed calculator that we have. Okay. But, um, oh, okay. So yeah. there's those speed calculators. I noticed that you have a speed calculator and a couple more. Yeah. How would they utilize? How would I utilize those calculators to help me choose products and customize my setup? 
Yeah, so the big one that we um, talk to people about is the arrow weight and FOC calculator because a lot of guys, you know, this rabbit hole is pretty deep now. Everyone wants to have this perfect FOC and they want to achieve an exact arrow weight. And we developed this calculator to where we have all of our arrows pre-programmed in there. You can go choose your arrow, choose your spawn. All of our fletching options are on there as well. You can choose it, put your insert weight in, broadhead weight, and it's going to tell you your exact arrow weight down to the decimal points and your exact FOC for all of the arrows we offer. So for a guy that's really wanting to tinker with their setup, you guys are really taking the guesswork out of it. There's Yeah, the guesswork's gone. We can tell you exactly what you're going to achieve with those arrows. Man, that's awesome. Because I've dived deep into that rabbit hole years ago, and then I just backed off. I was like, man, I'm I'm not good enough with my setup to justify this. But so for somebody that's looking for the maximum efficiency out of mm -hmm. their bow, this yeah. is exactly what you need. Absolutely. Okay. So a hunting setup, you're at 600 grains. I thought at I 500 grains, I was overkilling it. I'm absolutely overkill, especially on whitetail. I like okay. to tell guys that like 500, 550, that's an awesome weight for whitetail. And then you can take that over to the elk woods and go shoot an elk with it. Okay. But I, I've just found a weight that works for me. And it's that's an arrow I can take to Africa. I can go shoot pigs with it. I can shoot whitetail. I'm just used to it at this point. So I like to stick around that 600 grain mark. Okay. But so, I'm so one of the guys that understands that that is overkill. I'm not preaching that you need to be shooting 600 grains. I know I'm, I know I'm heavy. You're, okay, so you know you're heavy. What's the durability of an arrow at that weight compared to maybe a 400-grain arrow? Do you see differences in durability? Well, there's a lot of factors you got to look at, and a lot of that is your insert. You know, okay. on R204s, we have our own patented insert system that we developed, and it's manufactured by Ethics Archery. And it's like a post and sleeve. So we've got this for the people that are watching this one there's um a pretty long post that goes down into the shaft and then a sleeve that goes over top of it and that just takes your weak point so much further down the shaft that it's really helping with that front end breaking um now carbon's carbon it's going to break we could probably build an arrow that's not going to break but it's going to be so expensive no one would want to shoot it um now with a heavier arrow you're more likely to get a pass through so you don't have to worry about the deer dropping down on it, pig rolling over on it, stuff like that. But it does happen. Um, but building a heavier arrow doesn't necessarily mean you're going to have a more durable arrow. Because if it sticks in the animal, it's going to stick in the animal. Carbon's going to break. But normally when you have a heavier arrow, you've built up the front of that with a post and sleeve system like the half jacket. And on a pass through, if you hit something, you're more likely to save that arrow versus... Yeah, lighter, so, just standard thirteen grain. So that's what I noticed this year when I jumped up to my probably I want to say a four twenty four grain arrow to a five hundred. Mm -hmm. I was getting more pass throughs, and my wasn't getting arrows stuck in the body cavity and getting broke off in the shoulder yep. and things like that. I even tested it with a shoulder shot on a doe, nice. complete pass through, and that's what I was looking for. Yeah. Um, to see if I could, this really was justifiable for me as an average deer hunter, somebody that's yeah. not really interested in chasing elk and at that stage of my career, but this setup works. So I can't imagine the difference between another extra hundred and how much more devastating that is. Oh yeah. And now I've, I've shot animals with my 600 grain setup and I haven't got pass-throughs on it. The deer I shot in West Virginia this year, I shot him right through the front, pretty much the elbow right there, that joint. 
So I, I only got, well, I found my broadhead sticking out of the deer's heart. So that's the amount of penetration I got. Okay. And but had you had you not had that, where would that, you be? Exactly. I probably wouldn't have killed that deer. Yeah. You would have never got through to, into the heart. Yeah. So exactly. Th- there, there's the benefit from somebody that doesn't understand the gray air weights and stuff like that. It's it's how deep are you going to go? Mm-hmm. How far? How much penetration are you going to get out of that arrow? But the arrow is just one component of that mm-hmm. process. So. You, is there some broadheads that we should be looking at? Things of that nature to help well, us build this setup? Of course. Toughhead broadheads. Okay. Owned by Sirius. And Toughhead broadheads is we have a solid one piece of S7 tool steel. You should get a broadhead that is milled out of one solid piece. So there's no no screws, no other pieces. It's just one straight up solid piece of S7, which is a very strong, durable metal. And we have single bevels and three blades in that, anywhere from 125, 150, and 200. We also, this year, we came out with the Tough Head Wide, which is a 200 grain single bevel, but it's got a 1.4 inch cutting diameter. Okay. And that, that's what I've been shooting. That's what most of the guys on the team shoot. It's just, uh, do for you know a wide pr- broadhead, it's awesome. So do you know the price point on some of those broadheads? Because that's something that I'm not yeah. real familiar with. Yeah, so our regular single bevels, they're, I think they're 119. For a three pack, okay. but with that, you're getting a lifetime warranty on those broadheads. Okay, let's talk yep. about a lifetime warranty for a broadhead. Well, we have a lifetime warranty for the full system, but we'll get into that after the broadheads. Okay. So on the broadheads, um, of course, with a single bevel and a three blade on the fixed blade stuff, it's easy to resharpen. Single bevels, you just put them on a diamond stone, find your bevel, and you go. Drag the bevel back, you're good to go. Same thing with three blade, you sit it down, sharpen it. So you shoot a deer, shoot on your target, just touch it up, and it's good to go again. If you would happen to shoot a deer and say your blades get chipped or nicked or bent or the broadhead just breaks on a, on a rock on a hunt, anything like that, you just send the broadhead back to us so we can analyze what went wrong with it, and we're going to send you a new broadhead. Okay. Any, any problems in a hunting situation with that broadhead, we're going to take care of. So that, that's a really interesting feature. So I can I can go out and look at some of the mechanical broadheads on the market today, and you're talking 45 50 bucks for a two- or three-pack. Yep. You guys are charging a little bit more than that, 120 mm-hmm. for three of them. But I only have to, as long as I find them, yep. it should be good. I can keep as on using them. As long as you don't them. lose them, good. They're okay. extremely easy to resharpen. That's something I've never done is resharpen a broadhead. It's just like sharpening a knife. Same concept. You know, on a even sandpaper, whetstone, whatever you got, just any type of sharpening surface. Okay. Long now, that is the broadheads that you guys have. Uh, the replaceable blade. What some people yeah, name well, those mechanical broadheads, a little uh, bit different, right? Yeah, that's very different. On our broadheads, it's a very simple process. Okay. And any any fixed blade broadhead is a very simple process to resharpen. Okay. Yeah. But I got to talk about the arrow warranty too, since we're talking. Oh, absolutely. I'm I'm interested now. You got me yeah. intrigued. So we came out with that in, I think it was May of this last year. And I didn't mention that Sirius has a custom shop. So you can get on our website and build an arrow top to bottom, and it'll come to your door ready to hunt. So fleshings, inserts, cut to your length, everything ready to go. Everything's installed. Just screw your field point on, start shooting. And if we build that arrow for you from top to bottom in our custom shop, that's backed by a lifetime hunting warranty. And all you have to do 
say you shoot a deer and it drops on it, whatever, you break an arrow on a hunt, you fill out a form online and send us a picture of that arrow and we're going to build you a new arrow to your specs and send it to you. Ow. So as long as I can find my arrow and if it's damaged, it gets fixed. Now, what yep. if I rip a fletching off or something like that? You guys, you guys so, fixing that? A fletching is a little bit different because you can refletch an arrow or take okay. it somewhere and get it. But if that carbon breaks or something happens with your insert, we're going to, we're going to take care of it for you. Okay. Um, speaking of inserts, so this heavier insert setup, or do you guys are using any kind of specialized glue or things like that? Or just anything proprietary? Two part epoxy, epoxy that we offer okay. on our website. Yeah, we we have our own line of epoxy and fletching glue and everything like that. All right. So if I'm if I'm ready to go buy some arrows, and I'm clicking through, you guys can cut them, you can fletch them, you can do everything you want to do. How do I know exactly what setup that I need, measurement wise? If I'm just the average consumer that doesn't have a press, doesn't have the materials with me, yeah. what do I need to do? So you're going to need to figure out your draw length and draw weight. So you can either go to a bow shop or there's, there's measurements you can do on your arms. I, I really don't like that because it's not the most accurate way to do it. Just like on a wingspan measurement. Yep. I would recommend finding a bow shop or just even drawing your bow back with your arrow you have now and having a buddy mark on your arrow or just, you know, measuring your arrow that you have now. There's a lot of different stuff you can do to get your draw length. It's all online. But if you have your draw length, draw weight, and your broadhead weight um you're pretty much good to go with us and there's two ways you can do this with us you can get on our calculators and build out your full arrow there or we offer free 15-minute consultations with our technicians that you can go online and schedule and then our technicians will give you a call you sit down with them for 15 minutes and we build out your full arrow for you and sometimes they even put the order in right there for them okay sounds sounds pretty simple if i find my bow is a full draw where should the end of the carbon be on the riser of the boat should it be the burger hole where the the air rest is bolted to the riser or should it extend further on beyond the bow and the riser there's a lot of personal preference with that um i like to get mine shorter just because okay. you know to cut the extra weight that i don't need off of there um but as long like if you're shooting our broadheads they don't have a really big profile so you can kind of get them back there on the riser a little bit but as long like if you're shooting a sleeve as long as your sleeve isn't on your rest i think you're good to go okay how long That's, is the sleeve on your all's arrows do you remember um i think they're a little over an inch over an inch so that yeah. if burger hold it into riser would probably be for most bows about close to an inch inch and a half at the most mm -hmm. um and the only only thing i would see is be like if somebody wasn't using the tough head broadheads and they had the real wide yeah uh, gobbler old gobbler guillotines and mm -hmm. those those yeah, you're gonna be longer on that yeah for sure so i i've messed up and had to get a new setup when you're trying to play with those so that's why yep. that pops into my head yeah so that having informed knowledge will help the consumer absolutely find exactly what they need and absolutely. if you guys if all else fails, pick up the phone and you guys actually have customer service. Like, is this somebody from overseas picking up the no. phone or is this somebody in your office? It's guys in our office that are okay. bow hunters themselves. That's good to know. That's good actually to know. the guys that would answer those calls are going to be pig hunting with me this weekend. So they're all, they're all big bow hunters. They all big game. They're obsessed with archery. So a lot of guys, <laughs> they're on the phone a little bit longer than 15 minutes because they're just talking hunting with these guys. 
Oh, of course. I mean, it's your, how many people did you talk to at that show? And it wasn't anything about arrows. It was about, oh, let me show you this deer I killed this year. Yeah. It was a lot of that. Yeah, exactly. So that, that's kind of what makes things fun in our industry is everybody's got a deer story to tell. Everybody's got some trail cameras to show off and the one that got away and the one that didn't. Yep. So, yep. All right. I guess we could talk about the test kits too, because we're talking okay. about people trying to um, know what they need to do. So if you're one of those guys that you're just kind of stuck, you really don't know what you need as far as insert weight and spine and broadhead weight, we have test kits and you will get, um, you get two different spines with a bunch of different tip weights. So you can shoot all those bear shaft out of your bow through paper and see what's working best for you. Like what arrow setup is flying best for you. And then you can, it's kind of like a puzzle, you know, you can change your spine and change your broadhead weight and tinker around and just see what's shooting best out of your bow. And that's a good place for the guys that really aren't sure what they need to start. They can just tinker with that test kit until they figure out exactly what they like out of their bow. Okay. So that's a nice little feature because there's always a DIY. There's somebody that wants mm -hmm. to actually do it and not pay somebody to do the work for them. Yep. So can I buy those products and not only in a test kit, but if I just, can I buy raw shafts and then yeah. put them oh, together yeah. myself? You can. Okay. Yeah. We, um, so there's, there's all kinds of different options for what you can get with us. You can get bare shafts with the components loose. You can get bare shafts that are just cut to your length already. And then you can put the components in, we can put the components in for you. We can square the, the ends off. So they're perfectly straight. I mean, there's, the options are literally endless. Anything from you're doing it, everything yourself to we do everything for you and it's ready to go. Okay. So I've got a shorter draw length. Mm -hmm. I'm currently at 500 grains on my yep. setup. Where would you recommend somebody 65 pounds, 27, no, 27 and a half, say 28 inch draw length. Where do you think I should be at with that kind of setup for just whitetail and occasional pigs? Maybe a bear if, if I get lucky. So you said 65 pounds with a 28 inch draw? Yep. I mean, that's, that's not far from what I shoot. I'm, I'm 28 inch and 70 pounds. So, I mean, I see no reason not to just shoot around that 500, 500 grain mark with a fixed blade broadhead and a pig you're going to be totally fine with, with a fixed blade. So I, I played around a little bit about with those, with your calculators on there. And yeah. one thing that I've missed is many bows and arrows that I've shot and broke and deer that I've killed. When I look at the tip weight, mm -hmm. I sometimes forget to include the insert when I'm looking at a spine chart. And that was one thing that was noted on the bottom of that. And I was like, man, light bulb moment. Mm -hmm. I bet I'm underspined. So the spines mm -hmm. on these they're arrows good. that you guys have, they're, they're way different than what I'm picking up at, at the store in a box store like Cabela's or something like that. I'm used to seeing 350s, three, mm -hmm. 340, 400 spine, like, you guys are down in the two hunt, the point twos. Oh, Let's dude, talk we, about, um, about understanding really what those spines are and why they're so much stiffer. Yeah, I mean, we we even have um, one fifty spine in the Apollo. We don't have them on the website because we don't want people ordering those and not really needing them. You know, because some people might think they need that one fifty for a heavy setup and they really don't. They, they'll be fine in a two fifty. We save the one fifties for the dangerous game guys that are going after buffalo and elephant and all the big stuff. And then we build those for them. Okay. But yeah, um, as, as your spine gets lower, 
like in the 250 area, you're shooting a much stiffer arrow. So there's not as much bend in it. And that helps with a really heavy front of your arrow. You know, there's not as much give to it. So that heavier setup is going to fly a little bit better. Um, if you go up to like a 450, that arrow has a lot more bend to it. There's a lot more give. Okay. So as far as accuracy wise, does it make a difference on my stiffness of the spine? Um, I personally think that a stiffer spine shoots a little better. I'd rather, I'd rather have a spine that's too stiff than not stiff enough. Okay. Like it's hard to go wrong with a 250 spine if you're putting some weight up front. Okay, putting some weight in front. And that weight is included not just with the broadhead, but that insert weight as well. Yeah, like my insert on my personal setup is 100 grains. 100 grains. And you're shooting another 200 grain broadhead, so you got 300 grains up front. You're basically throwing a hammer. Exactly. There and expecting, yeah. and, the, and the, the fledgings behind it are just trying to keep up at that stage. Yeah, I am. Um, and a lot of guys worry about long-range stuff with that. And I, I don't shoot long-range a lot. Like when I was in Saskatchewan this year, I did shoot my buck at 48 yards. And, you know, I'm far off. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's as far as I would want to go, but I wasn't worried about having a heavier arrow in that situation that I was in. Now, like if that deer would have been on edge looking at me, probably wouldn't have taken that shot because it's a lot more likely to duck the string because a heavier arrow is going to be a little bit slower. So much slower. Therefore, there's going to be a larger pin gap and that arrow is going to Mm -hmm. drop quicker. At a yes. longer distance. So yes. that clicks in my head. Make Let's make sure that the consumer yeah. understands that as well. Yeah. So you've got the heavy setup. So if you're time to feed the baby, Uh-oh. that's my alarm clock to go wake your baby up and feed him. <laughs> um, so if I'm heading out west, so your setup is a do all setup, whitetail, mm-hmm. pigs, even elk at 600 grains. Yeah. What if I'm chasing speed goats? Some antelope. Speed goats. need that distance. We're going to change that up for sure. We'll probably put you in an Orion, which is our micro diameter. Okay. Um, somewhere in the 400 grain realm. Because a, a, a pronghorn's a soft animal. You know, it's not, you don't have a big shield like a pig to get through or giant heavy bone. So, and you want speed because that's a fast animal. So I'd put you somewhere in that 400 grain realm. Okay. With yeah, a fixed blade. I'm, I'm a big fixed blade guy. You're a fixed course, blade guy. Because we so, sell blade broadheads, but I do believe in them. The cut on contact, single bevel. Okay. Probably a 125 grain broadhead. No, okay. So let's talk a little bit about accuracy when it comes to broadhead flight. Yeah. Have you noticed since, because you, you said you've only been with Sirius for three years. Mm-hmm. If I had to guess, you probably weren't shooting this he- these heavier setups and a nicer the nicer arrows that you've got now before you came to Sirius. Have you right. seen an increase in your efficiency in the field as far as what you're killing, but also the accuracy on the range Absolutely. when you're shooting targets? Absolutely. And, you know, a quality arrow and a quality setup, well, I'm, I'm spending more time on it too. You know, I'm really focusing on my build. And I'm using quality products and I'm shooting so much better because of that. And my lethality in the field is significantly better. Um, I've converted a lot of guys to single bevels, like a lot of my friends since I've started this. And I'm like, man, I promise you, if you hit that deer correctly, you're going to watch it go down. And you wouldn't believe how many guys have called me from the tree stand after they shoot a deer with a single bevel. And I'm like, dude, I just watched him go down. So it's just, 
I got off on a little tangent there, but yes, I am shooting significantly better since I started messing with this stuff. Okay. And you think that's just the component side of it, or is it the knowledge and the confidence that you've gained in that setup? I think there are several factors. Shooting an arrow that, um, what's the word I'm looking for? There's a lot of quality control with our stuff. Every single arrow that goes out the door is hand spun by one of our guys. So they literally put it on an arrow spinner and they spin it bare shaft and they look to see if there's any wobble. If there's any wobble, that arrow is trashed, it's gone. So there's really tight tolerances too. So all of our arrows are gonna be right there together as far as weight, 001 straightness. So you're shooting something that's, someone's taken a lot of time on this product before you even get it. And that, you know, on like the box store, cheaper stuff, you're really not seeing that. Okay, so these these arrows are all getting custom built. You don't have an off-the-shelf arrow that we're just picking up and shipping out. It, it's everything you've got is customized? Um, I wouldn't say customized because we do the bear shaft as well. But okay. all of those shafts have been inspected by someone to okay. make sure that it's a quality product and that you're going to be happy with what you're getting. Okay. So that's the one weakness in my setup right now is the arrows. And the reason why they're a weakness for me personally is because I don't like to fletch. I've went through and I've bought high-end fletching jigs and stocked mm -hmm. up elbow deep in fletchings and then realized real quick, I'm like, eh, it's not that fun. I'll yeah, just pay somebody to do it. It takes a while. It takes time and it's just like, it's got to be perfect. And I'm mm -hmm. just, I'm not a perfectionist when it comes to that sort of thing, but I want it to be perfect, but I'm willing to pay somebody to do it. So I like the idea of you guys really diving deep into that customization for what I need. Oh yeah. Um, we can do, we've got pretty much every fletching out there for all the guys that, you know, everyone wants something different and we offer pretty much everything different. We've got A's, blazers, tack, fusion, flex fletch, um there's a few more that i'm not remembering but pretty much anything you can think of we can do it we have feathers as well too for those guys all right i'm just gonna put you on the spot you got all those options that you that the consumer can buy what's what's the vp of marketing is that your title that's me what's the vp of marketing for serious archery putting on the back of his arrow four fledge a max stealth with a right helical Okay, you got me. That's exactly what I want to shoot anyways. The only reason why it's not is because I'm shooting a micro diameter error this year and they couldn't fit and make yep. and, and look as good as what they needed. So yeah, I'm at a three. So three fletch on the same okay. exact arrow. So smart. Yep. We're on the same team there. Oh yeah. I, I'm a fan of the four fletching. Um it helps steer a big fixed blade a little bit better. And it looks cool for the marketing <laughs> guy. Looks a little bit cooler. So yeah. I've, I've been shooting that fledging configuration for probably a year and a half. I've tinkered around with a lot of different stuff, but it, it works good for me. So I, I see no reason to change what's working okay. for me. Yeah, that's I've tested a lot of fledging stuff just playing around, and that, that was kind of where I settled at after a year of testing was that same exact fledging. So that not knowing what you were shooting lines with my setup, so that's pretty good. Yep. Yeah, you'd think a guy that works for an aero company would shoot a lot of different stuff, but I found what I like and I stick with it. Yeah, this industry as a whole, like a new bow comes out, everybody that had last year's model buys this new year's model. And I can tell you, there's just some bows that shoot better. And you'll watch yeah. guys and they'll be like, I got to get the newest. And they're like, man, I really liked my old stuff better. So 
I've been shooting the Elite Envision since it came out, and I don't plan on getting rid of it. I actually ordered a new string for it last night, so it's sticking around for a while. Yeah, I mean, as much as you're probably in the field and stuff, two years max is probably all you're getting out of a string. So. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, But at least yeah. you got a heavier air that it's absorbing a lot of that vibration and stuff. So, And you wouldn't believe how wider it is. That's what I was getting ready to bring up. Like you probably see a more efficient setup when your bow because of those heavier arrows. So much quieter. And it's funny, we go like to an outfitter or something, we'll be shooting, and the guy's like, Man, that's the quietest bow I've ever heard. I'm like, oh, it's not the bow, it's just heavier arrow. Yes, yeah, which give me your arrow and I'll show you the difference. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's one setup. Like if you hear that ping and rattle and throw a heavier arrow in it, and my local shop. And the way I figured a lot of the tuning issues out back in the day is I volunteered to work at a local bow shop when I moved to this area. And every person that came in there, he was just like, oh, it's not your bows out of tune. He said, just put a 10 grain or 11 grain per square inch arrow on there and it'll it'll take all of it out. And it really changed a lot of the tuning issues because of those smaller, lighter arrows were mm -hmm. harder to tune than those heavier setups. They seem to just fall in line on paper a lot quicker and easier than the everybody that was reaching for the faster, lighter arrows. Yeah. Yeah. yeah heavier arrows do seem to fly a little bit better. Okay. For sure. And, and it, that makes sense. You just got to be able to adjust for your pin gap. So, how serious are archery helping me adjust for my pin gap is there anything you guys got range finders built into these arrows yeah, that'd be cool lasers? that'd be cool wouldn't it we had one guy come up to the booth uh, at harrisburg and i don't know what made him think this he's like oh do these have that bluetooth tracking in them we were like no sure don't i don't no. know why he asked that that'd be cool but we don't have it but no, no. Um, we, as far as pin gaps and stuff like that goes just get out and shoot and learn i shoot a single pin but what I do is I'll get out there at 30 yards and shoot with my 20 yard pin set, vice versa, and just kind of learn what my drop is with that single pin. Okay. So but, spend um, the time. And yeah, the less time um, I have to spend on setting my bow up as far as my arrow componentry and testing all this stuff, if you guys take that out of it, the more time I can spend on the range actually learning how this bow performs and yeah. with that setup. So I kind of like the trade off less mm -hmm. tinker time more field time therefore yeah. more deadly in the field so I, I like that thought process yeah absolutely i mean it it's got to help knowing that your arrows were built by a professional that does it every single day you know that's like this guy's whole job is building arrows building quality arrows for you and then they come to your door ready to go i, I can't tell you how many arrows through the years that i've picked up and basically threw on the threw on the bow and then three shots into it the fletchings fall off and i'm just like yeah well, that was that was a waste of time Mm -hmm. So, yep. That for the guys that don't know how to fletch, we have a refletching service where you can send the arrows to us and we'll refletch them because you wouldn't believe how many people, how many customers we have. They're like, man, the closest bow shop's three hours from me, which is crazy That's to me. I've got, I've got two within 15 minutes of me. So, I've got bow shops, but sometimes I, I take them to the bow shop and it either costs me an arm and a leg and it's halfway done. Mm -hmm. um, very rarely can you find a bow shop that you trust wholeheartedly. I've got a guy yep. right now that if I take my bow to him, I trust him yep. to bring it back to me the way I want it. Um, but I've run into when I, especially moving to new locations and not knowing anybody trying to find a quality pro shop mm -hmm. to help you. 
And I know you guys, you guys are direct to consumer. You guys aren't yep. in the shops at all. So we're not in any stores now. Yeah. But that as even though you're not the, the importance of having a pro shop there to help you with some of those products and, and just fine tuning your setup is so valuable. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the problem absolutely. is they're not always selling the quality of products such as like Sirius Archery has for offer sets, for instance, in their shops, just due yeah. to they don't appeal to all consumers and they're right. so customizable. Yeah, it, it, we are a very boutique product and some of our shafts like Gemini is probably one of the most expensive shafts out there. So they're not for everybody. We understand that. And that's why we came out with like the Supernova SD, which is a more affordable shaft to try and cater to those people that don't want to spend a bunch of money on an arrow shaft, but they're still going to get a quality arrow without spending several hundred dollars. You know what I mean? Okay. Let's compare those two as far as their yeah. different price points. Absolutely. So let, let's start at the, I always like to start backwards. So let's start at the high price product All and right. kind of see where we're at at the top of the food chain and then see what the trade-off is for the more affordable option. Yeah. So on the Gemini, let's just do six, six Gemini's bare shaft and that cut that knocks and inserts components are all included in that you're looking at 134 dollars or 135 dollars for a six pack and then if you would do the full customization your price is going to go up to 190 dollars for a six pack but when you do the customization they're also backed by the lifetime warranty of course so, so for an extra 70 bucks or 60 bucks you're getting a lifetime warranty by having us build those errors for you. Yeah, that's not a bad deal. I mean, because to be honest with you, when you do the price breakdown per arrow, that's that's not that's what a couple arrows, and then that warranty pays for itself if you lose them or break them. Or well, yeah. losing them doesn't count. Breaking them, losing them doesn't losing them doesn't count. Losing yep. them doesn't count. So then we can also compare um, between the SD and the Gemini. The spine is the big thing that we want to compare on that. And also, it's a very different carbon. The Gemini is the carbon weave, like we talked about, and the SD is the linear carbon, which, if you don't know the difference, uh, carbon weave looks like a checkerboard on the arrow, and linear carbon just looks like straight, flat black. There's no checkerboard or anything on it. So let's say 300 spine Gemini is 8.65 GPI, 350 spine is 7.56. Then we go to the SD, 300 spine is 9.06, and 350 is 8.22. So it doesn't sound like a lot, but when you add that up to the full arrow, you're talking a good bit of weight. Oh, absolutely. I mean, because you're, you're talking 26, 28-inch arrow. Yeah, so couple I, grains I on each SD, inch. I've shot the SDs as well. And in my same exact setup, the Supernova SD is 650 some grains to my 600 in the gemini and my foc is greatly higher in that gemini because there's less weight in the shaft and more of my weight is up front okay but talking price um six bare shaft sds are 77 dollars and the full arrow customization on that is going to get you 133 dollars so you're talking the same price to have six SDs fully built that you would get Gemini's bare shaft. 
Yeah, I mean, that $77 range for six arrows, if I went to Cabela's right now, majority of those half dozen arrows are going to be in that $77 oh, absolutely. Range. So that's, right. that's why we came out with the SD, is to try and get a more affordable price point for the everyday hunter and not the guy that's really diving into this full force. Yeah, and, and then you bet on nearly double that you get that lifetime warranty and the cut yep. for the customization. So, yeah. Yeah. So you've got some, you've got something that appeals to most, most of the hunting community. Absolutely. And the, the supernova SD it's, it's still a great quality arrow just because it's cheaper. doesn't mean it's a lesser arrow. We actually used the SD when we were filming the video to release the lifetime warranty. We were mm -hmm. pig hunting down in Florida and we were wanting an arrow to break. We shot six or seven pigs, hoping an arrow would break. And we could not get one to break. It just wouldn't break. So it's a strong quality shaft. And it's 001 straightness. All of our stuff we offer in 001. It's just, okay. we believe in our products. They're quality. Well, I've talked to a couple companies here recently. And you can really tell who stands behind their product. And it's usually the younger companies that are really willing to stand behind their product and say, we're making something good and great. Here's a lifetime warranty to prove it. So I, that right there for me as a consumer, if I'm going to go buy a new truck, I can't get a lifetime warranty for it, but I, I definitely want to try to get the biggest, best warranty I can find for my dollar. Absolutely. I don't want to have to replace it as soon as I use it. Yeah. I mean, in today's world, everything is so much more expensive now, you know, just everyday expenses. So if you can get a little bit more bang for your buck with a lifetime warranty or, you know, it's just, it's, it's hard to beat. And we recognize that our stuff is a little bit more expensive. So offering you that warranty to prove that we stand behind these products and like there's a reason that our arrows have a certain price point, we, we think it helps. And we've had a really good response to the lifetime warranty so far. And like this first year, we were like, man, we really don't know like how many arrows are we going to replace? Um, we were, you know, we weren't nervous, but we were also unsure of what was going to happen. And we only replaced three dozen arrows this year out of thousands and thousands that we sold. Okay. And a lot so, of that's because with these heavier inserts, heavier broadheads, everyone's getting pass-throughs. And with the setups that we build, it's harder to break it just by going on the ground. And just, they work, you know? It's it's tough to explain. They just work. Yeah, so like one, the, one of the, the biggest drawback <laughs> for the somebody that's shooting a heavy setup isn't necessarily that pin gap. It's actually shooting through the animal, not be able to find your arrow. I've heard that a lot. Heard that a lot at Harrisburg. And it's like, well, I don't, I don't find my arrows. Man, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to help you with that. But yeah. Shooting out of a tree stand downhill, you should oh, be able to find your arrow. Yeah. Shooting a, on flat ground out of a blind, man, sometimes those things can keep on a rolling. Absolutely. I've done it. And you're going to lose arrows. It's inevitable. You know, you're oh, shooting sure. them into the woods. But if something happens and you break it, we can help you out. If you lose it, not so much. Well, try to figure this whole Bluetooth tracking device thing right? out. And that way we never lose right? an arrow. And we always have that intel when we fire an arrow of what right? happened. I think there used to be, or they might even still have them. I think there was. I can't, it's I like can't a, remember the setup, but it was. Well, there's there a string was. too. Some, some yeah. arrows you can do a string. I, it's not for me. I'm, no. <laughs> no, no desire to try that. So my philosophy with arrows, because I've now paid two hundred dollars for a half dozen set or it was 190 mm -hmm. i've always said if i get my deer that arrow is just ice on the cake if i find it mm -hmm. and that i say that until i bought my kid a crossbow 
<laughs> and every time he shoots something, we don't find that bolt. <laughs> yeah. It gets real expensive because those things just shoot so fast and hard that Absolutely. I've never found one that he's shot from the ground. I, I've found them if we're elevated. Yeah. But if no, they go flat ground, the they're just gone. They're gone. Yeah. You just write that one off. Um, we, we, have, we have a crossbow bolt as well. I forgot to mention that. Um, one of the strongest crossbow bolts on the market, carbon weave. But the issue with that is a lot of people can't shoot our bolt because these new crossbow manufacturers are making it to where you have to shoot the provided bolt that they have to get their warranty. So, so I'm pretty sure the, the Raven that I've got says you have to use our they arrows. They do, which that's and, fine. No big deal. Like a lot of the guys that shoot the older crossbows are the ones that are shooting our stuff. But if you can, or you want to shoot our bolts, you're going to be very happy. They're a, they're a very durable crossbow bolt. Okay. And we have them in two different weights. So we have a lighter bolt and a heavier bolt. One's nine point something GPI. The other one's 11 point something. So depending on what you're trying to achieve, we can, we can make it happen. Now, I would imagine the customization is not as intricate with crossbow bolts, or am I? Yeah, there's there? there's not much to it. There's really okay. not. You know, you've got your your standard insert. Um, well, I think we have that one in stainless and aluminum. There's no sleeve or anything like that. It's just a standard glue in. They're already and, stiff enough to that you could yeah, do pull ups on them. It feels like pretty much. I mean, we can we can cut them to whatever you need. Um, fletchings. Fletchings are pretty standard on a crossbow bolt, typical three fletch. So I do see some going out of the shop, different different fletchings, but there's just not much to a crossbow bolt. Okay. So that's good to know that you guys have that other option there in case somebody's like, if this is what I want to shoot. So Yeah, we've got the full on. We have everything. So is there anything, what else are you guys doing? I know you guys are making arrows and you got the componentry and you guys are helping custom setups, mm -hmm. but the growth that I've witnessed through the years, you guys are really doing something different. Like even your, you seem like you've gotten into the media side of it really heavily. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about that. Just, I know there's no product side of it, but let's talk about right. your YouTube channel and kind of where you're yeah. going with that. So when I came on with Sirius, the media and marketing for Sirius was pretty much non-existent. It was Seth, our owner. He would post to, a meme on Instagram every now and then. But uh, when I took over, we just sat down and came up with a plan for what we wanted to do. And my, my baby that came out of this whole plan was Sirius TV. And that is on YouTube and carbon TV. And what we do is, I mean, it's just, it's a hunting show. Basically we go around and we hunt all over the world. We've been to Africa three times doing it and, Canada, all over the U.S., and we, we just use our products and we hunt with them. But what I like about it is we're not, it's not just a commercial, the whole video. Sometimes we even forget to mention what arrow and broadhead we're shooting in these videos. But um, it's been extremely successful, better than I could have ever imagined. We hit 76,000 subscribers on YouTube uh, back in January. I believe so the growth in 2023 was just unbelievable but um it's been it's been a fun ride so far we have a lot of big stuff planned for the media side of things and we also have our own podcast serious talk where i'm the host of that one i try and bring people on to talk arrows and setups and also got a group of guys that come hang out with me and we just kind of bs and you don't really learn much from those episodes but <laughs> we have a good time 
Okay. So I would imagine educating the consumer on why they should invest into a more expensive aero setup is really the key part of your marketing strategy. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, and we just, we, we like going on these hunts just to show the quality of the products, you know, like we show like, and show that we have a system for pretty much any hunt out there. We can build you an arrow for whatever you're trying to go hunt. And that's why we travel around and hunt these different animals to show that we've got a little bit of everything. Like we went to Miami and shot iguanas with arrows. That sounds really fun. That was extremely fun. I shot about 50 of them in two days with a bow. Yeah. So it was like a bow fishing setup or was it just... No, it was my compound. So with a small game tip. Okay. What, what, what tip were you using? Yeah. So I was using a field point with these little Amazon um, I know what you're talking small about. game tips that just slide on the back of a field tip. And I was shooting our Vulcan, which is a 246 carbon weave arrow. And I shot the same arrow for two days. Holy cow. I can't believe you found them. Yeah. So uh, you're well, shooting them on the water or on the ground? Uh, on the So we're driving through these little canals in a boat, and the iguanas are up on like the banks just sunning or whatever. And as long as you have a safe backdrop behind you, you're free to free bust it. Okay. So we're from the same neck of the woods. I didn't really dive deep into that. but So when yeah. I was younger, really got into frog gigging for okay. about, about two trips. And yep. I was like, this carrying a frog gig is not that fun so what me and my buddy brandon did was like we're going to bring our bows and we got the rubber tips because the, after the first yeah. trip we figured out real quick that those little metal small game tips were not working out we right. switched to the saunders bludgeon rubber small game tip nice and we would frog gig at night with our bows and you talk about some awkward faces and what are you boys doing in your <laughs> in somebody in the creek behind somebody's house but like you tell them you're shooting frogs they're like i don't believe you and when you yeah. do it in front of them, they're like, it's the weirdest thing I've ever seen, but you boys have fun. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I'm not shocked. That sounds like something that would go on down in our neck yeah. of the woods for sure. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I loved it, man. I used to, I used to do that way before I ever thought about picking up a camera and recording it. But if I had some of those moments, man, from okay. beavers to snakes and snapping turtles and weird interactions my youtube channel would have blew up <laughs> man i actually i just found the other day my for the people watching this one my first ever camera it was a little sony handy cam and all my footage from back in early high school is still on this thing so i was just sitting there watching it and it's just funny how times have changed since then oh my gosh the quality of photographs oh, and the videography man. side of it has drastically increased like I'm sitting here running this webcam for the podcast on my laptop and I'm like, I have a $5,000 camera set up there. How do I kind of figure out how to make myself look better and it not be as grainy. Yeah. So that's the next step with this podcast is just making it look prettier. Right. Um, but right now the grainy, I'll take that. I haven't shaved for a while, so I'll, t <laughs> I'll take the grainy footage for now. So. Yeah. yeah no Man, it's been, it's been a pleasure. Enjoyed learning more about the brand and the products. Yeah. Um, is there anything new that we should expect from you guys moving forward? I know you guys just released some arrows. We did. You got anything uh, nothing, else coming down the pipe? Nothing that I can talk about yet. Well, when that time comes, holler yeah. at me. But maybe we'll jump we, back on. We are always working on something new. And it might not ever hit the market, but we're always working on something new. Okay. Yeah, we're always developing. So Always developing. Always. So it happens. All the time. Where do you see 
this industry. So we've seen bows kind of plateau a little bit as far as efficiencies and bouncing around. What about the arrows? We've seen a big increase in education and knowledge coming out in the last five years. What's next like for the consumer? Oh, man. I That's think a tough one. It is a tough one. Um, it's a tough one for me to talk about, too. But I see... I see arrows getting better and better as time goes on. I don't see it plateauing anytime soon. I see them getting lighter. I see them getting more durable. Um, I think there's a lot still to be discovered with arrows. Okay. And broadheads. It seems like the, the culture has shifted within our industry in the last five years to move into a more higher quality arrow. We've seen with higher quality bullets, like, you're not running around shooting F FMJs out of your hunting rifle. You're shooting a, a ballistic, some kind of ballistic tip, something specialized for that load and setup. Yeah. Now we're starting to see that more in that same detailed oriented process into the archery side of it. Yeah. I mean, so man, in, my, in my opinion, an arrow matters more than a bow. The bow is just the launching device for that arrow. And in today's technology, pretty much any bow is going to shoot that arrow as it needs to do but having a quality built arrow flying through the air at your target is way more important than the bow that's shooting it you hit the nail on the head if you've paid attention to any of the top shooters that are putting content out there on the 3d scene mm -hmm. they fine-tune which arrows they're going to take and they go through tons of them because even at the highest level like there's just minute details make all the difference mm -hmm. And if you guys can take out those th those details for us, and we don't have to do that work, man, that makes that makes life a yeah. lot easier. Spend if you get your bow in tune, and spend more time with your arrows than you do with that bow. If the bow's tuned, you're good. Focus on those that, arrows. That right there is about the perfect way to end this podcast. I, I know that we could keep talking and catching oh, up yeah. all we want, but right there, guys, if you've heard it, take the time to not only learn how to tune your bow or get a tuned bow from a pro shop, learn how to play with those arrows and enjoy the actual hunt and the fun part that goes along with it. Yep. But they'll take care of the guesswork as far as your bright setup. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I got to say, if anyone has any questions from this podcast, I am just the marketing guy. So there's a lot more guys in the company that know more about arrows than I do. Feel free to reach out to us. One of our guys is happy to help you schedule a consultation or just send us a message on Instagram, whatever you need. We're happy to help you. All right. So where are all, you're the marketing guy. Where can we find guy. you? They can, where find can we find you on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, uh, YouTube. Uh, we have a Twitter that we don't use, but Facebook and Instagram, YouTube are the big ones. Okay. Or you can just even send me an email, Connor at seriousarchery.com. All right, brother. I yep. appreciate you taking the time to be on the podcast and telling us more about Sirius Archery. And for more information, guys, I'll drop a link in the show notes. Cool. Thanks, Cameron. Thanks, buddy.